Black. The girl had told us that she was a niece of Walt Whitman, but not which niece? Non-fiction. Fiction. Math, even. Whatever book you can think of, you'll find it in the library. Peter Pan, Tinkerbell, Wendy, darling, even Captain Hook, you are my perfect storybook. Neverland, I love you so, you are now my home sweet home forever. And welcome to Earbuds and Earworms, the podcast about the music less traveled by this pop-obsessed host, Amy, who can't spell psychedelic, and... Me, Jason, the psychedelic rock and disco aficionado. What you been doing this week? Been getting cray-cray down in Florida. Florida, is that still a real place? Yes, it is. Every Southerner goes there to vacation. 30A, represent. (laughs) So, as you know, my dear sister Samantha and my little sister Gretchen live down there. Uh, They met for the first time. Oh, you didn't tell me that there were, like, family meeting family. Yeah, it's all about the fam, meeting the fam. I spent a night in St. Augustine with Tracy. So, how many ghosts did you see? Lots. Lots of ghosts? Yeah, everywhere, actually. Okay, because that's the most important part about St. Augustine, is like the ghost. That and the Fountain of Youth. Did you get the Fountain of Youth? No, I didn't. Apparently, the water tastes nasty, though. I was about to say, I was like, Jason, you do look good. (laughs) Why, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, also, got to spend some time with my nephew and my niece in the pool. We went to Chuck E. Cheese's. I heard you use sunscreen, but still got burned. I did. Have you thought about, like, SPF 100? I had SPF 50. Or an umbrella? At this point, just an umbrella. I mean, yeah, I'm going to carry an umbrella while I'm in the pool. That's great. What's wrong with that? It's just not what everyone else does. Get your inner goth child out. Okay, I will. I'm going to paint you in some, like, zinc, and then I'll put an umbrella over you, and you're going to have to wear all black. I'll be the scientist lady from NCIS. She always has her goth umbrella. Uh, Never mind. <laughs> so what did you do this week? Well, I played Magic the Gathering. Excellent. That's all I did. And also, I've got to say, like, you just put a lot of bohemus out there. I play mono green. Super, like, amazing. Yeah. You know I put those elves out there and I just smash it. You're welcome. Over my head. <laughs> I play mono green, I play elves, and that's how I roll. And you know what? I've killed my husband multiple times in the past week. I played draft on Sunday, and I died a lot. And that's what happened this week. Sounds great. (laughs) Well, uh, we actually did something very special before the recording of this podcast. We did. We we went on live on the game show podcast. Yes, which might explain why I'm kind of lit. I only had one beer, and I'm not lit-ish. Y'all, she's swigging one right now. Very nice. Yes. Um, The Game Show Podcast, they give you alcohol, and they expect you to answer trivia, and I'm terrible at it. It, it was a really fun show. I got to, We both got to meet Taylor for the first time. Love Taylor. Uh, Taylor and Amy fell in love. Yes. She's um, my boo now. They're now podcast wives. Yes. And we um, both have Honda Fits, so she's, of course, obviously my boo. So, yeah, nothing can go wrong, right? <laughs> Me and Gil are bros from back in the day. And um, if you want to know the results of the Game Show Podcast Season 2, Episode 2, you can find them uh, anywhere on the internet. Yeah, or mostly Facebook. 
Right. Or Twitter. <laughs> so at Game Show Pod. Let's cut to the chase. What is today's episode about? Today's episode is about books and summer reading. Yes. I believe Sean told us that he wanted a summer reading podcast, which means books and summer. I didn't quite understand what the suggestion was about, and then I thought about it really hard, and that's when my song suggestion came to me. Ah, from the ether. Well, when you're talking about summer reading, well, I'm going to... I don't read a lot of books, and when I did actually like to read books, I, I there was one very specific book between ninth and 10th grade going into 10th grade honors English that I read and loved, and it was, to me, at the time, it was a really long book. Just the one book? Uh, Yeah. What was it? It was The Once and Future King. Ah, By but... By D.H. White. <laughs> well, I did notice in doing research for this episode that a lot of metal bands are all up on... The summer reading, like they are all about some Cthulhu and some Stephen King themes. I actually considered doing a song based off of my love of the book Cujo. Ah, so you you wanted to do one about cute puppies? No, I used to listen to a lot of Seal while (laughs) reading Stephen King. Don't ask me why. I don't need to know. It seems like a weird fetish. So what did you bring this week? This week I have brought to you Guinevere by Crosby, Stills, and Nash. So excellent, excellent guitar and vocal work from the guys here. This song reminds me of Queen Guinevere from the Arthur tale. Um, and I thoroughly enjoyed The Once and Future King by T.H. White. I also have read Graham Nash's autobiography, Wild Tales. How and, many sea weasels are in this? In, in T.H. White's book or Graham Nash's well, book? Well, I know how many are in T.H. White's book. How many are in Guinevere? I don't think there's any in the song Gwen. But sea weasels. I know that they're out there, Amy. That they're in. I'm the not ones denying their existence. Um, but I, I probably first heard this on the radio or on a record. I'm going to assume it was on the radio, and I fell in love with it. You got crazy three part harmonies. You got acoustic and electric guitars. This song kills it. David Crosby thinks it's his best song ever. Because of sea weasels? No. No sea weasels? No. What did you think about the song? It could have used more sea weasels. <laughs> um, it's a cute little ditty, and it definitely shows, like, it comes from a time, which I thought was perfectly fine, and I would listen again. But more sea weasels. I like sea weasels. We're going to work on the sea weasels. I need more sea weasels. All right, so sea weasels or not, what did you bring us this week? I brought... Megan Diaz, Rebecca. His eyes come and 
So this is a good cliff note version of Rebecca without. It's like cut the suicide by all. Cut the um, you know, a lot of the regret by all. Who is Rebecca? Rebecca is a book by an author I can't pronounce. So I think the last name's Marnier. Du Marnier. Or something like that. And um, it's a classic. But I came across this one in my research on the deep web or whatever it is. The dark net. Yes. And this is by a very small band. It's a couple of sisters and company. And I like this more than I like the book. It's way shorter than the book and it's far less distressing. Excellent. Um, I think the singer has a beautiful voice. And there is something very special about a vocal piano arrangement like this. Well, it's nice and simple. And from what I understand, these girls would like actually tour with the Warped Tour. So this is like the calmest of their uh, like their songs. But I really liked it. I thought that it was beautiful and simple. And it's the kind of arrangement I like. And I didn't get to choose Ruth B's Lost Boy because it was way too popular. Like, it hit number 19 or number 18 on the U.S. Billboard charts. It's a good song, but way too popular. And I want more people to hear less popular music. Who else brought us literary things? We have a lot of book-reading friends, and we call them our... Ear Buddies! Asia brought us Birth in Reverse by St. Vincent. says the song title is taken for from the Lori Moore short story which is more than I can say about some people from her 1998 collection Birds of America it comes from a description of the floor plan of a Celtic p- passage grave which more called a birth in reverse so a birth in reverse is that a death well no it's just Whatever that labyrinth was, or that like floor plan was, is just like, ooh, oh, I don't know how to describe birth and reverse. It sounds painful. <laughs> Whatever it is. Well, I really adored the steady beat and like kind of like throwing in that America theme was really cool. And it's a thinker, which I thought was really good. Like this one makes you think, especially in today's culture, like what does a birth and reverse in America mean? And then. I'll just take a step back and think about it. Interesting. Very deep. Uh, as far as the music goes, I thought it was a great pop structure with a rock tone. Like, the guitars and the bass are kind of distorted sounding, but the way the song's put together, and you also have, like, not very many verses and a lot of choruses, to me, that's a pop structure, but it doesn't really sound like pop music. 
But whenever you get to the end, it's not at all like a pop structure. Exactly. It's like very much, hey, check this out. But it's not in that like very forceful, hey, look how good I can play the guitar. It's like, oh, look at this. I can like do this, but it sounds good. As opposed to like some albums where it's like, I can play this really fast and it's like awesome, but it's not really. We call that noodling. Yes. There's no noodling. It's just good. So, Amy, who's next? Next up is Lolly Puna faking the books. suggestion came from jojo jojo tweeted us quote it might be an extended accounting metaphor about being miserable sad songs rule end quote so this is the part where i will always bound the uh, i will always bend the rules towards weird songs that i've never heard before and somebody is definitely summer reading some like accounting rule books are you okay, Jojo? No, Jojo likes weird songs. And I'm cool with that. Just making sure you're okay. If you're just I don't over there he... reading accounting books and crying into them. No, he's he's cool with his Excel. He knows what he's doing. Okay, I'm just check. I'm just checking on. He's it. just checking with that chiba latte fish, man. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, we got one victory in the past like while. It's been a while. Nice. <laughs> um. So I liked how different the beginning, middle, and end sound. And it just, it's almost like tiny different songs in one song. Um, but faking the books sounds, it makes me think of the mafia. Wait, are you faking the books? Jason, are you faking the books? So no, you, I'm not faking the books over here. Do, do you work for, nah. do you work for waste management? No, I sure don't. Are you sure? I'm positive. <laughs> what? That's my, that's my Marlon Brando. Who? Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. That's my Marlon Brando. No, you gotta talk like I'm faking the book over here. Alright, that was beautiful, Amy. Who's, so. Who's next? <laughs> next up is Larry, and he brought us Pooh Corner by Loggins and Messina. Christopher Robin and I walked along the branches lit up by the moon. Posing our questions to Alan Dior As our days disappeared all too soon But I've wandered much further today than I should And I can't seem to find my way back to the wood So help me if you can I've got to get back to the house at Pucon by one You'd be surprised there's so much to be done Count all the bees in the air Chase 
all the clouds from the sky Back to the days of Christopher Robin and Pooh And what he says is A.A. Milne wrote several children's books about the adventures of Winnie the Pooh, one of which was The House at Pooh Corner. Here's Kenny Loggins singing short version of the Loggins and Messina hit song. I have had this collection of books. I have lots of them and I read them to my kid often, especially the poetry ones. That's awesome. I've I've been a Pooh fan since day one. Uh, Tigger's my boy. Uh, I love Piglet. And Owl and Eeyore. Um, Rabbit, all those people are cool, you know, in my book. Well, you know, he may sometimes be known for doing, I don't know, like, what's that, like, Tom Cruise thing? Scientology? No, the movie with the planes. Mission Top, Top Gun? Yeah, Kenny Loggins is known for that. Yeah, he is. So... That is what I mostly think of, and I didn't know he did, like, this, and it made me happy. Yeah, he had a whole career before that ever happened. But poo, um, poo. This song makes me wish that I was curled up under a blanket reading a poo book with Kenny Loggins. Aww. This is a fun, folky masterpiece. I'll get you a blankie. You have a blankie? I have a blankie. I'll give you a blankie. Thanks for the blankie. You're awesome. You're awesome. Who's up next? (gasps) Well, Chris brought us a very literal translation of Yertle the Turtle by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm a Bowie Island of the Solomon. I said, a Yertle the Turtle to was a king of the pond. A nice little pond that was clean, it was neat. The walk, it was warm, there was a plant to eat. Until one day, the king of the mob decided the king to heal rooms too small. I'm a ruler of all that I see, but I don't see enough, and that's the trouble with me. This is definitely a retelling of the Dr. Seuss story, but with trumpets and bass guitar. Right. It's it's super funky. Honestly, I think it's one of the band's best songs ever. Why can't they still be like this? Are they not? No. I thought, I mean, poor Flea. He's had to ruin his thumb for years. I think his thumb has survived because he's been playing bass for like Do you know what 30 he put, plus years. Do you know what he puts his thumb through? No, I don't. There's like a giant hole in his thumb because he slaps bass like super weird. Okay. He should have fixed that like 30 years ago. (sighs) Well, either way, if you're going to teach your kid Dr. Seuss, this is probably the best way. Hey, Jason. Hey, Hey, what's up? What's our next one? James brought us Picture Book by the Kinks. A picture of you in your birthday Yeah. 
photo album or a book about, you know, is this a book? Like I, a published book. I think I think we're talking about a photo album here, a family photo album. Which would be something you go over during summer, wouldn't it? Yeah, you've got extra time. Kids are out of school. Yeah. Look look what I did back in my day uh, down on the beach with your grandma. Or, or you start scrapbooking. Like you take your family to Colonial Williamsburg and the next thing you know, you got to slap those pictures into the picture book because otherwise nobody will remember. That's right. Pics or it didn't happen. I've got pictures of myself in like stocks from Colonial Win- Williamsburg. And I won't remember how terribly hot it was and stuff without those pictures. Wow. Um, <laughs> what I like about the music in this song, I, I'm a huge Kinks fan, so of course I like it. But I like it when musicians use acoustic guitar under the mix like this with other ele- electric instruments. Like that subtleness? Yeah, it just kind of reinforces the rhythm. Uh, well, I thought it was like a cool mix of it. And then I'm just like, uh, it's so... It's kind of this very classic song. All right. So finally, we have a suggestion from Sean. Sean is the reason we did this theme. Thank you, Sean. Sean has brought us Led Zeppelin's Ramble On. I've no time to spread through. Oh, time has come to be gone. I know I felt we drank a thousand times. Time to rattle on So, this is a very classic song. Totally classic. Uh, yeah. It's it's off a great album. It's by a great band. Not everyone loves them. It's okay. Uh, my friend Chuck doesn't love them. I love you, Jason. Thanks. I love oh. you, too. <laughs> you don't love them, do you? It's okay. You it's can okay. say it. It's okay. Even though John Paul Jones is one of the greatest musicians of ever. Who's that? Uh, the bass player. <laughs> um, well, it's legendary, though. Like, it is it is legendary. It's just a song that's about rambling, moving from town to town. Which is a lot like Lord of the Rings, which it references. Which it references in the darkest depths of Mortar. Uh, uh, I met a girl so fair. And then Gollum, the evil one, came and... Is he talking about the ring? Yeah. Or, okay. Oh, I don't know what he's talking about. I bet the ring is the girl so fair. Or he's trying to put the ring onto a girl to marry her. Oh, if you wanted, then you should have put an evil ring on it. (laughs) Because it was so hard to find an example of this song, we took a sample from the Celebration Day concert, which was back in 2007, Led Zeppelin did a show for uh, Atlantic's Amit Erdogan, who really believed in them. And uh, Jason Bonham, John Bonham's son, played with John Paul Jones, Robert Plant, and Jimmy Page. 
to make this awesome music. Some, some people say that I'm actually Jason Bonham. Don't trust him. Your name's Jason. That's true. <laughs> and I'm bald and bearded and play drums. Oh, So wait, that other guy is too? Yeah, he is. He looks just like me. Except my dad is not John Bonham. So, Amy, did we get any feedback this week? We did get some feedback from Mike. He says, hi, ear buddies. So I think this week's theme is books, but Facebook has buried the post, so I'm not so sure. So if this is off topic, my apologies. It is not, and I think that's because we keep hiding it under the pinning. Well, yeah, but when a person comes to our group, they should see it first. Except for if you use, like, the phone. It hides it. You have to click on the the pinned post. So it says, My suggestion for a song is Paul Westerberg's bookmark. Westerberg was in the legendary indie band The Replacements from my home state of Minnesota and has gone on to have really interesting solo career, including contributing several songs to one of the all-time greatest soundtrack albums for the film Singles. I love bookmark because it's completely abandons because it completely abandons the traditional verse chorus verse structure. And I absolutely love the tone of Westerberg's vocal on the track. I have one other suggestion with reservations. Tracy, Tracy Thorne has one of the greatest voices ever and has collaborated or has been in some amazing bands like Massive Attack and Everything But The Girl. I hesitate to recommend The Book of Love because I find the production overly maudlin, but the lyrics are so genuinely funny, it makes the song worth a listen. The Book of Love has music in it. In fact, that's where music comes from. Some of it is just transcendental. Some of it just really dumb. Enjoy, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. So, Jason, which song do you want? Um, let's go with the former. Let's so, let's go with um the Westerberg song. You're going with Bookmark. Yeah. Well, I will say that the Tracy Thorne was a cover, which is really worth listening to. But it's really really good as well. I don't think it's I don't think it's overly maudlin. I'm a huge fan of her, so I would like anything she ever sang. Also, there's a really good book called The Book of Love. Totally worth reading. It's so good. Just go look it up. It's really good. Go check it out. Go read some books. Jason, what do we love this week? We love fart jokes. Yay, fart! (laughs) Because we're secretly 15-year-olds at heart. (laughs) I really am about 14 inside my mind. Um, I'm just a little wiser and a little nicer than I was then. Well, I've trained my child to say, you're welcome after she farts because... It's cute. Yes. Also, I'm trying to make sure she's super weird for kindergarten, but that's also what I say whenever Dakota gives me like a weird look after I fart. And I'm like welcome and he's just like rolls his eyes but ella's picked up on it which i think is hilarious and then we all end up laughing yeah it's it's pretty funny when your dad carries around one of those portable fart speakers yes that's it's the best remote controlled it's awesome. and there's some pretty juicy ones in there yes and he just says it like he just uses it whenever anybody sits down randomly it's like a mobile whoopee cushion yes I love it. It's completely changed the art of the whoopee cushion, which I thought I had mastered, but now it's in the 21st century, so so, so are fart jokes. Ah, uh, yes. Fart jokes is... <laughs> just it, makes me sad. Ah, uh, yes. Did you just let Dude, one? No, you just farted on me, man. No, no, no. no you've no, got pink oh, eye. so awful. Pink eye. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> 
So, Jason, if you have any fart gifs to send my way, where would you send them? We would find you on Twitter at Madam Woolite. And if you wanted to send me some some butthole or fart jokes, where would you find me? At the JV Guarantee. <laughs> and if you have something stinky, uh, some stinky gifs to send us, you can find us on Twitter at ENEPod. And if you always want to contribute to the show, which uh, we love to hear from everyone and it helps us make our show, it's Earbuds and Earworms Podcast Group on Facebook. And and uh, you can email us at endpod at gmail.com. And you can always find us at endpod.com, part of the Sin 710 Network, which thank you, Phyllis, for last week's episodes. Thanks, Bye-bye. Phyllis. You were fabulous. You're so awesome. If you want to leave us a voicemail, definitely if there's some fart jokes that you can send our way, we're totally cool with it. That is at 731-400-BUDS or... 731-400. Or... 2837. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm pretty sure that you can get a hold of some, like, delightful fart-making keychains at endpod.com slash Amazon, where a couple of cents from that purchase will trickle down to us or, like, you know, float on over to us on a gross little fart cloud. They'll they'll poot out to us, and it'll be fun. (laughs) You can get your whoopee cushions there or anything. And so our final song is from Mike. It is Paul Westerberg's bookmark, which I found absolutely charming, and I didn't think it was too dark, so. I enjoyed it thoroughly. It seems like he's singing about keeping a photo memory of someone as a bookmark, and that's that's beautiful. So, hope to see you next week, and please subscribe to our show, because we love y'all. And tell your friends about it. Thank you. If I left you were crushed. Like the petals of a flower Between the pages of a novel A long-forgotten bookmark The end of a sad chapter When he left her, she read no more And so left all in black plastic or sing with your eyes only as though you were autistic whisper diamonds and insolence enter Tawdry nor resplendent And clothes that hide your figure You was daddy's little sparrow He was a dirty picture window Thanks.
marching to restless for education craves only entertainment and to this day there's no one you trust when you fall Staring off into the distance.